Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Wednesday, January the 17th. And welcome to our commentary. Well, we're going to start out with the border. As you probably know, uh, the U.S.-Mexico border here in Texas, it's an absolute disaster. Uh, we've had all kinds of problems here recently. Uh, the governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, decided to take over a park in the city of Eagle Pass. Eagle Pass is a city on the border uh, where a lot of migrants have come through before. And there's a park right there on the border, right next to the river, where, uh, you know, it's been uh, a basically a deposit uh, for migrants uh, for quite some time and all kinds of allegations that the cartels bring them there, that kind of thing. Uh, anyway, that's the allegation. So the governor of Texas uh, moved out the Border Patrol agents, the federal government Border Patrol agents, and he moved in the Texas National Guard. And now Texas is running that park. It's a bold uh, move. And the White House is already asking the Supreme Court to get involved, challenging the state of Texas on this particular issue. But the governor says, hey, look, the White House is not doing anything. I'm going to fix the problem. And that's where we are right now on that issue. It'll probably end up in the Supreme Court, as well as some of the other things that Texas has done here recently over the last month to combat uh, this terrible problem uh, of the border. So anyway, that's kind of the context of what takes us to the incident that happened here in the last day or so. Three people drowned on the river. Uh, there's a river there that separates uh, one country from the other. Three people drowned. And the initial uh, response was that the reason they drowned is because the state of Texas did not allow the Border Patrol people to save uh, these three people who drowned. Well, that turned out to be false. That story turned out to be false. It had nothing to do uh, with Texas or the Border Patrol or the Texas National Guard. It had to do with the fact that they were in Mexico and they drowned uh, on the Mexico side. It certainly had nothing to do with Texas. Exactly where they drowned, I don't know, or uh, how they got into the water. Uh, I don't know those kinds of details, but it had nothing to do with Texas uh, replacing the Border Patrol in that uh, in that particular area. But uh, again, the White House went crazy accusing Texas and Texas and blaming it on Texas, just like what happened uh, a year ago, if you remember uh, those Border Patrol agents who were accused of whipping migrants in Del Rio, which is another, another city uh, on the border. And the whole thing became a scandal until, of course, it turned out that Texas had nothing to do with it, that these three people, unfortunately, uh, drowned, uh, but Texas had nothing to do with, with it, nor did Texas deny them any help in, in saving them from drowning. But the real crisis, of course, here is that people are crossing the river in the first place. Crossing a river is a very dangerous thing. Uh, I don't care what river you're talking about. Crossing a river is dangerous. And uh, people who don't have experience or don't know what they're doing or they're trying to cross it with children or whatever, it's a very risky move. And apparently that's what happened here. Three people drowned, I believe. Uh, it was a, one woman and maybe a couple of children uh, who drowned. And they're trying to blame it on Texas. No, they shouldn't blame it on Texas because Texas didn't do anything. What is happening is that this policy of encouraging people to come to the border encourages other people to cross the river to get in. And that's what the risk is. When you try to cross the river, unfortunately, 
uh, some people are going to drown. And that's what happened. But Texas, of course, is being blamed for this because that's the only thing that the White House knows how to do is to blame other other people for their total, complete incompetence uh, on the border. So had nothing to do with whatever Texas did. That's what I can tell you. But it does have a lot to do with this crazy open border policy encouraging people to come to uh, to the country this way. And it's a very risky way to come. That's all I can tell you. Crossing a river, it's a very risky thing. Well, Iowa was a couple of days ago, and now we move on to New Hampshire. Uh, some of the polling is a bit confusing. One poll has Trump up by 10. Another poll has a virtual tie. I honestly don't know which one it is. There are going to be some factors uh, in this particular uh, primary. One factor is it is a primary. And the other factor is that some Democrats are going to vote for Nikki Haley because they can cross over. And that is going to drive up her numbers, no question about it. So I do expect that New Hampshire will be a lot closer. Trump will win, but New Hampshire will be a lot closer. Now, there's a couple of other factors, too, and that is that Vivek is no longer in the race. So I'm assuming that uh, whatever number he had is going to go to, uh, to, you know, former President Trump. I don't know. But you, could, you have to assume that because he is endorsing President Trump. So at the end of the day, yes, I do expect President Trump to win. And I do expect Nikki Haley to do better. But that's about the end of the story because then they're going to South Carolina. And it should be pretty much over by the time they get to the South Carolina. But uh, yes, uh, no question about it. New Hampshire is going to be a little bit closer than uh, than Iowa was, no question about that. Well, on this day in history, we remember something from on this day in 1961. President Eisenhower gave his farewell address. This is something that uh, presidents have done over the years. I don't know. I know Washington had a very famous farewell address, and there may have been others, but uh, Eisenhower became one of the better-known uh, farewell addresses, and it became well well known because of a line that is in the in the address on the address about the industrial military complex and a lot of people misunderstood that line they thought it was against the military and that had nothing to do with why or what uh, president eisenhower was saying what he was talking about was corruption between defense contractors and the government that's kind of what he was talking about that he was concerned that that kind of corruption could make uh, could make uh, a corrupt situation worse with the federal government spending. That's where he was coming from when he said that, but it did become a very popular line, you know, the, the military-industrial complex. And that line was used by a lot of people to somehow say that, that uh, Eisenhower was against the military, when, of course, his whole life, his whole career, had been based uh, around uh, the military. Well, thank you very much for listening. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas. We'll keep talking about New Hampshire and a few other things. And you have a wonderful day. It's getting a little warmer. It's getting a little warmer now here in uh, in North Texas. Bye-bye, everybody.